If you could have a guide, someone to help you tell your story, give you the tools to reach your ideal customer, lead you to living your dreams and turning a profit, would you follow it? Everyone, every passion has a place in this world and each has the potential to be unstoppable. It's time to buckle up and tune in to your personal strategist, life purpose coach and marketing maven, Lindy Chafin Start. Hello, hello, hello. Happy Wednesday, everyone. Marketing mavens and small business owners all over the planet. Uh, it's a gorgeous day here in the studio where this show comes from. It originates. I hope everybody can hear me loud and clear because today in this magical studio, we're going to be talking about Google Analytics. Oh. Did you just cringe? I completely understand. Did you get a shiver? No, do I know. It is, uh, wow. Google Analytics is not for the faint of heart, but I have said things like that before about other tools like AdWords. <laughs> Wait, does that have to do with Google too? Mother Google, what? Um, but before we get into our conversation, let me tell you a little bit about myself. My name is Lindy Chafin Start. And one other thing I've said before is that I have a face for radio. Um, I am the owner and creative director here at Unstoppable Start Studios. We are a marketing and advertising firm. I call us boutique still, but we no longer feel boutique. Um, and I say boutique because you can always get the owner on the phone. <laughs> That's just how I like to operate. If you've got a problem, talk to me. So um, we provide sort of a one-stop shop, though. If you have any suggestions on fabulous words that will replace that one, uh, we are a one-stop shop for business owners, small to medium-sized business owners, all over the country. And we provide that service, and it's what sets us apart, because what I learned in developing this business is there is no one-stop shop. There was no one-stop shop available. There was no place to keep your brand in one place and do all of the stuff for people who can't afford ad agencies that charge thousands upon thousands upon thousands of dollars. And if you're a small business owner or medium-sized business owner, you know that budget is critical and a lot of things you have to do yourself. So, but if you need someone like me who can create a website and do your email marketing and IP targeting and create crazy creative campaigns, you've come to the right place, all the way down to your promotional items. So that's what we do here. Um, and I jokingly say that I have, a, <laughs> I have a face for radio because I actually did a video testimonial for um, the company that creates this little dream book and planner that I use. I've talked to you guys about it before, but it's Dragon Tree Apothecary, and it's called the Dream Book and Planner. Um, this amazing little tool has a way to break down your life from now till forever to help you achieve your goals. It's really quite cool. It's uh, very much a spiritual practice. But for somebody who's spiritual and analytical and creative like me, it's all of those neat little things broken down to help you visualize and all of that fun stuff. So I did this video testimonial, and, and I have to admit, 
I did a good job. I looked at the camera. But I realized that as I was talking, I when I talk and I try to smile, an automatic frown comes on my face. And I have no idea why. Like, I purposefully have to smile in order for my smile to stick. And it doesn't look real, which makes me not authentic, which I don't like. So <laughs> I was just myself. But in realizing that about myself, I was like, oh, yeah, I'm going to stick to radio. Either that or I'm going to get one of those massager thingies that I can do my face with and I can lift up everything. Anyway, you get the gist. <laughs> so, so. All that said, welcome to Google Analytics 101. Um, you know me, I like to segue with a story, and there's your story for today. Uh, I wish somebody would have told me what <laughs> like on video before I agreed to do that. But um, going back to Google, Google Analytics, this is going to be one of those shows that you can kind of get lost in, but at the same time, um, you will walk away with an understanding of how all of this can be meaningful to your business. That is always my goal. So imagine here you are. It's 2019. You have a profitable small business that you've proudly been working on for years. Right? You have your brand. You have your products. You have sales. You have engagement. Life is good. You know you have a great product, and your business is, we'll just call it stable. But you're ready and you're eager for new traffic and more conversions, and you want to reignite your previous customers. Does that sound at all familiar? It does me, <laughs> which is why we're talking about this. So if you're a small business owner, you know that behind all of your growth is a lot of hard work. But the thing is, reaching new customers or re-engaging current clientele doesn't have to be hard work. From learning who your target demographic is to finding out where website traffic comes from, Google Analytics can help you optimize your website to not only attract an audience, but engage the viewer in order to close the sale. The value of Google Analytics can be broken down into three main categories, which are audience information, traffic flow, and website analysis. So now I'm not going to lie to you and say that Google Analytics is my best friend. I am not going to lie to you and say this is a user-friendly platform that you will be able to dive right into and get all of the information that you need right up front, right away, no problem. That is not how I work. <laughs> I want to be honest with you. And as we've talked about before, anything that's that sort of uh, Google platform can be very, 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 very involved, which is all cool. It's great. It's wonderful. They provide this information for a reason. They want to help you grow. They do it a specific way, I imagine, so that you'll engage their customer service people so that they can grow. It gives Google experts all over the world a job to aspire to. <laughs> Just saying. So, so keep that in mind. This is not, if you've never been in there, it's easy to set up. I'm not going to lie. You, you go into your Google account or you create your Google account. 
you sign up to use analytics, you fill in the information, you create, generate uh, tracking code, I think is what it says, generate tracking code, <laughs> and you install that code on your website. A lot of websites make it super easy where all you have to do is drop in the code. Um, some websites require you to uh, insert this, like the full-on code above your header, above or below your header. Um, on any page that you want to track data. So it just depends on which website platform you are using. So keep that in mind. Be sure if you're using the Wix or the Squarespace, the Weebly, um, the WordPress, like be very, very aware of where this code needs to go. And you can pretty much find that in any knowledge base for any one of those places, okay? If you have a website developer, if you are that person, then just reach out to your developer and say, hey, I want to use Google Analytics, and they can either set it up for you, or you can set it up and send them the code, and they can install the code, and life is good. All right. All of that said, <laughs> so let's circle back around to a minute to the business basics. You know your audience. You've created audience profiles. Cool. That is who, based on your knowledge of your product and any focus group or query you've ever put out to the general public, that is what has driven you to create the audience profile that you market to. Fair enough? Cool. You've got your key messages. All of these things drive you to speak to a certain audience. And we've talked about audience breakdowns before and how different age groups of people, different genders, different nationalities, different races like different messaging, like different spaces. They live in different spaces. Now, you're as a small business, you're probably not into having 70 different audiences <laughs> and creating campaigns for each one. I get it. It's okay. You don't have to. You're small. It's cool. Or your medium size is cool. Don't worry about it. But being able to break those audiences out and create campaigns that speak to those audiences, if in fact you have products that are relevant to more than one audience, then um, all of this is important stuff to have in place. You do this general stuff to get started. It's how it's how you create the basis, the foundation of your business. Now, where analytics comes in, and this is going to be that first little section we talked about, the audience information, where Google, Google Analytics comes in is once it's installed on your website, you can track your users. So you can see if what you've been doing so far has been affected, I mean effective, Sorry. You can also see if you need to tweak your audience. Okay. So imagine you have this tool in place and it's actually opening doors to see who's interested in your company and if it's set up correctly can uh, let you know who buys from you, who clicks on a blog post, who... Uh, signs up for a newsletter, all of this stuff you can track. So 
let's look at different different items, different things that they can share with you. And these are important things. This is how this becomes valuable for your business. It will tell you how many users visit your site. Now, granted, pretty much any website analytics tool will tell you this, but Google will break it down for you. So just keep that in mind. How many users visit your website? This can tell you how well your website is optimized. It's good information to have, right? So when I say optimized, that translates to SEO. Right? So an SEO is search engine optimization. Now there are lots of things that feed your optimization. We've talked about that before. It is um, fun times. It's uh, header tags. It is your copy in your actual website and how that's optimized towards what would be your keywords. It's knowing how well your keywords fit your product, your brand. It is meta tags, image tags. Um, it's backlinking to your website. It's uh, page names. All of these things are about optimization. Now, granted, you don't want to stuff it. <laughs> like, I suggest having a separate page for each product so that you can optimize your page to that product. For me, that would be like 12 different products from IP targeting to email marketing to website development, right? I'm going to have a separate page for each of those products so that I can optimize to that. Now, am I going to take my page title and make it Unstoppable Start Studios Website Design and Development Atlanta, Georgia, working across the, you know, I mean, <laughs> don't, don't kill yourself. Make it relevant. Think about the way people are searching for you. Okay. And, and use that. Do your, your legwork on the, on the Google keyword finder. Do some, do some search in that way and put it out to friends. Hey, if you were going to search for this product, how would you do that? And in all that, think about voice searches as well. You don't say the same things that you type. Just a heads up. So think about that. Okay, so I know I've said it before. It's a lot of information crammed into a little bit of time. But we're going to take a quick break. You're listening to Unstoppable on Inspired Choices Network. And we'll be right back. We all wish we had a few extra hours and a few less things to do in our hurried days. By tuning into Unstoppable, hosted by life purpose coach and marketing maven, Lindy Chafin Start, you'll hear success stories of how other entrepreneurs have uncovered their passions and learned to live a balanced, purposeful life. You'll receive tips and tools to market and grow your business, wrangle the chaos, and design the life you've dreamt of. Learn how to be unstoppable by tuning in to InspiredChoicesNetwork.com every Wednesday at 1 p.m. Eastern, 12 p.m. Central Time, 11 a.m. Mountain Time, and 10 a.m. Pacific Time. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? 
Inspired Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email becomeahost at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. This is Unstoppable with Life Purpose Coach and Marketing Maven, Lindy Chafin-Start. If you have a question about marketing your small business or finding balance as an entrepreneur, or you're just trying to get up the courage to do your own thing, let Lindy know. You can call in the U.S. 815-880-8255, Canada 613-800-8736, or Skype us at Inspire Choices Network. Now, back to Unstoppable. And welcome back. You are listening to Unstoppable on Inspired Choices Network. And today we are talking Google Analytics and what makes this tool so valuable for you and your business. Um, before we launch back into audience information, just a quick offer. If you are listening and you are interested in talking through any challenges you have been facing with your marketing or just if you've been on a fence trying to decide if you should go one way or another, pick up the phone and give me a call here at the studio. It's 404-245-7474. I'm in Atlanta. It's Eastern Standard Time, so please don't call at 2 a.m. But I'm here, um, and I would love to kind of just help you see what pieces you might be missing. Now, just so you know... Um, I am in the process of reworking my website, rebuilding my website to um, highlight some new products and services that I will be offering in the next couple of months. And um, there's that lovely welcome, we're under construction page, but there's also a place where you can reach out to me. So uh, feel free to do that. I am uh, always available and happy to chat through things with you. I've been doing a lot of consulting lately and and helping mainly smaller business own owners recently um, with their challenges. And it's just been, I love solving problems. And it's it's always great fun. It's something that I enjoy sharing the gift of, being able to um, help intuitively, too, intuitively help someone see um, what pieces of this puzzle that they might be missing out on. So... Like I said, feel free to give me a call. Half hours on me, and we can go from there. All right, kids. So let's get back to audience information. That was what we were talking about before we went to break. Um, we were talking about your audience and optimizing your website. So that was our first point, was how many users visit your site and how that information can help you determine how well your website is optimized. Cool. Done. Checked off the list. Now, I know this seems sort of irrelevant, to some people, but those little data points that tell you what type of device and browser people are using to view your site, PC, mobile, Google, <laughs> let's see, Edge, Chrome, all of that fun stuff. Um, I'm watching my little 
Google pod over here light up and talking. It's pretty funny. Always listening, people. Always listening. Anyway, the type of device and browser tell you how your audience views your site and can help you understand how to make the site more user-friendly. Isn't that kind of cool? So, and again, this is things you need to understand about the website builder you have created your site in. And I will explain this real quick. So if you're using Wix, Wix does not automatically optimize for mobile. So you have to go into the mobile view and you will see that Wix conveniently moves shit around and it'll make you crazy trying to make it right on a screen that's two and a half inches wide, but it can be done. <laughs> if you have a lot of visitors on mobile, it must be done. So there. Um, on Squarespace, Squarespace optimizes automatically, but it also limits your design flexibility. So if you've got something, you're just like this super creative person and you want to do this, but you want to do it on the site, in the, in the profile site, you have to do it that way, then it might be think around Squarespace, don't use them, use Wix instead, or it might be that you do a lot of graphic design and conveniently place it in your Squarespace site. It just depends on how involved you want to get. Okay, so there's that piece. WordPress is a totally different animal. Don't even get me started. I don't recommend it unless you're a developer. If you are a novice and you just want to do this stuff yourself, you can. Do not use WordPress. Blatant, just don't do it. Okay. <laughs> Weebly, I don't know if Weebly op optimizes automatically or not. If anybody is listening and knows that answer, please feel free to shout it on out. I would love to know. Um, I don't use that platform very often. Shopify, if you're using Shopify, they actually do optimize automatically. All right. So, all that said, if people are coming to you on mobile primarily, you want to make sure that your mobile site is optimized. Um, and there you go. So it can also tell you your user demographics. And this is super important. Like I said, we've already created our audience. And your audience and the way you communicate with your audience is essential to the success of your brand. So knowing what kind of person is visiting your site will help you speak more effectively to that person. Now, what can... Um, what... Can Google Analytics tell you? Well, at the very least, Google Analytics will tell you the age and the gender and the interests. Yes, you heard me correctly, folks. The interests of the people who visit your site. That's super important. Now, you can get into location and all that stuff. And... That's all important, but just to give you a heads up, when it comes to speaking to your audience, if you're not location specific, then age, gender, and interest are huge. Now, what makes interest important? Does it does it um, limit your audience? Probably not. I'm not even going to say probably. I'm going to take that probably out. No, it does not limit your audience. What it does allow you to do is remove your nose from the trunk of the tree and look at the whole forest. 
Okay, so think about it for a minute. Think about you've just looked at your audience for the last 30 days. You sell purses. You sell empanadas. You sell coffee. You see that your audience is pretty well split, male-female. We'll say 55% female, 45% male. Um, there's a definite division in age, but there, you know, I mean, you're going to see a lot of, we'll give it the millennial bracket and that Gen X bracket, okay? You're going to see a good bit of that because that's primarily who's online and purchasing stuff that you would be selling. I don't know. Well, some kids might get into the coffee empanada thing. And when I say kids, that's this Gen Z that's coming up now. They spend money. They're online. They've got billions of dollars to spend, but they're not necessarily looking for coffee and empanadas or purses. So, And the older folks don't spend a lot of time on computer, but you'll still have them up there. The baby boomers and the traditionalists will still be on there, but they won't be quite as widely represented. represented. Okay? So here you are. You've got your Gen Xs and you've got your... Millennials. Now, look at their interest. Now, granted, from these two specific generations, those interests are going to vary greatly. However, if you see that, say, selling is of a particular interest to a few people, or say, um, football, or, or dog food, Look for trends that you can then message to, okay? You can create a campaign to. Look for those trends. So you know if you have people who are looking at your site or looking at your blog post or coming from Facebook and their interests are, we'll just use football. So when the season kicks off, what are you going to do? You can create a campaign around tailgating or how to carry the bottle of wine inconspicuously to the stadium if you're selling purses. Like, you see where I'm going with this, right? So look at your audience interest and see if there's a way to translate that into a campaign that can actually sell your product to people who are interested in those interests. That's how this benefits you. Okay. Are we good? We got it? I think you've got it. I feel a lot of good energy around that. It's good stuff. <laughs> okay. So that's how audience information that you glean from Google Analytics can actually help you grow your small business. It's kind of interesting, right? And you can get a lot of interesting information from this tool. Now, I will say this as well. Um, every website platform that I am familiar with has apps, add-ons, plugins, call them what you will, that provide analytics. Um, before you opt out of using Google Analytics because it feels overwhelming and you just decide to go with the basic um, analytics tools that your website, apps, plugins, whatever, um, provides, then 
I would look really closely at the information that this the the website analytics provide. And if there's an upcharge to get extra data, I would find out what that extra data actually is and where they're getting it from. And if you can drill down as far as you want to. Um, I say that it's just a cautionary, cautionary tale. You might not want all of that data. You might have one product. You might have one audience. It might be super simple and you don't need this. But we're talking about growing your business. <laughs> and, and all of this information, that even just in the audience information and interest we just talked about, can help you identify potential new products and offerings um, and help you target a specific audience. So anyway, before you sign on to use that little analytics app on the website, uh, just make sure. And that means even if you have to call the company and flat out ask the question, what do you provide? Where do you get this data? Then do it. Okay? Fair enough? Okay, cool. So, we're going to come back from another quick break and talk about traffic flow next. And I'll try to speed this up because, yeah, I know, it's a lot of information. So, um, you are listening to me, Lilo Lindy Chafin Start on Unstoppable, and we will be right back. We all wish we had a few extra hours and a few less things to do in our hurried days. By tuning into Unstoppable, hosted by Life Purpose Coach and Marketing Maven, Lindy Chafin Start, you'll hear success stories of how other entrepreneurs have uncovered their passions and learned to live a balanced, purposeful life. You'll receive tips and tools to market and grow your business, wrangle the chaos, and design the life you've dreamt of. Learn how to be unstoppable by tuning in to InspiredChoicesNetwork.com every Wednesday at 1 p.m. Eastern, 12 p.m. Central Time, 11 a.m. Mountain Time, and 10 a.m. Pacific Time. This is Unstoppable with Life Purpose Coach and Marketing Maven, Lindy Chafin-Stark. If you have a question about marketing your small business or finding balance as an entrepreneur or you're just trying to get up the courage to do your own thing, let Lindy know. You can call in the U.S. 815-880-8255, Canada 613-800-8736 or Skype us at Inspire Choices Network. Now back to Unstoppable. And welcome back. All right, kids, we're talking <laughs> just as swiftly as we can about Google Analytics today. And so far, we've covered audience information. We'll go back and touch on those points. How many users visit your site, the type of device or browser they're coming from, and then actually um, user demographics. And how does all of this translate into making you unstoppable? Well, we talked about that already, so listen to the rerun. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Knowing all of that information can help you do anything from create a new product or service to uh, create a perfect campaign. So uh, pay close attention to that audience information. It is critical. Now, traffic flow. So there are many ways, many, many, many ways for your audience to find your website, right? 
Knowing how customers are finding your website can tell you a great deal of information for your future marketing campaigns. What do I mean? Well, here goes. Three very valid points here. Which sites and social media refer the most traffic and conversion? Which sites and social media? So knowing which sites not only lead lead your customer to your website but actually give you a sale is integral to placing ads. Hmm. What do I mean? Well, let's try to break this down. So, you are a small business. You are marketing. And I say marketing. I'm not even going to use paid ads as an example. I'm just going to use post. You might boost a post for five bucks. I don't consider that an ad. It's just a boost a post. Um, you are using Facebook to reach your Gen X's. You're reaching. You're using Instagram or Pinterest to reach your Gen X's and millennials. Okay. Um, you also have done your due diligence and created your Google My Business. Um, you're easily found on maps. Your site's been up for meh, five years, so you've got some pretty decent real estate. Um, you put blogs, podcasts, uh, videos out talking about your product. Um, you offer sale coupons, and those are your advertising pieces. Now, if you look at your analytics and see for your, we'll use purses and Mother's Day, your purse, Mother's Day purses campaign, the majority of your sales or the majority of your visits even came from Instagram, then where might you put an ad? Say, come Grandparents Day or the holidays. Where are you going to put that ad? So you kind of get it. Like, and who are you going to speak to? Who are you going to speak to? On Pinterest, you can kind of talk to that general Gen X millennial. But on Instagram, you're talking more to the millennial. So you can think about that in your campaign. And what if the majority of those folks were female? Then you can kind of tweak the assumption that... These are daughters who might be interested in getting their mom purses or moms who are interested in buying themselves a purse because they deserve a treat because they work their asses off being a mom. Right? <laughs> and there you go. If you get any younger than that, then you're looking at, um, you know, kids who want to get their purse for their mom. Or if you see guys come in there, it's going to be because guys want to get their wife or their mom something, right? You can reach guys on Pinterest. We learned this a few weeks ago in that great little show. All right, so 
there's the quick 30,000 foot view of which sites and social media refer the most traffic and conversion. Okay. Um, your paid advertisement success rate comes into play here. This is pretty important. If you place an ad with a call to action, being the website, <laughs> you can track how successful this campaign is by using Google Analytics to follow the user's paths. So some of the fun information that you can glean from this is say you place an ad, say you're IP targeting. Say you have a huge IP targeting campaign running at, um, okay, so I'm thinking about Atlanta. I'm going to go to Empanadas and Coffee for a minute and use my favorite local coffee shop, okay? So here's my favorite local coffee shop with their empanadas and their coffee. They are beautifully positioned next to um, the VA hospital and Emory University's Claremont campus. And one, two, three apartment complexes, um, one, two, three senior high rises, and another entire shopping center of people who might get hungry and want to have empanadas and coffee. Okay, so say I have this targeting campaign set up and I am targeting these specific locations. Basically what happens is IP targeting um, grabs the Wi-Fi. Anybody who logs onto the Wi-Fi within that specific location, it'll pick up their IP address and go home with them. So ads will follow them home. So when they're, when they're looking at things, um, sidebar ads, banner ads, all this stuff will show up, like if they're looking at ESPN or Fox News or whatever. Okay, so you get the gist of that. So you, <laughs> you're saying empanadas are ready for lunch every day at 11 a.m. Cool. How many people are going to click on this ad to get more information, to find out more about your location? Well, you don't know unless you're looking at other Google Analytics. Because <laughs> Google Analytics is going to tell you that these customers came from this CTM campaign. Okay? So that is kind of how that works. Now, it works in the same way um, for ads that you might place on Facebook. Or um, you can even use, and I was talking to, I was talking through this with a client the other day, you can use um, print advertising in the same way. Say if you're going to be in a local um, little free paper, you can do a quarter page ad in the free paper and you can use your web address with the front slash and the page name. Um, so if you say if we'll just use Emory as an example, we're going to do Emory's newspaper. It's free to everybody who works at Emory and goes to Emory and it crosses every campus, every hospital, everything, everywhere. So you place a little quarter page ad and, and you're going to be coffeeshotname.com front slash Ipanadas. So when people, and you can create a specific page 
as a landing page with this page name, Empanadas, so that when people click through to that page, analytics knows and can tell you. Kind of cool, huh? So that's a way to track it through print, just so you know. Okay. And lastly, but not leastly, um, Google Analytics can also help you determine which keywords are garnering the most traffic in conversion for your future marketing efforts. So, you know, we talk about optimizing, optimizing your page, doing the legwork to start your business and start your website and all of that fun stuff. You have to sort of do the the initial keyword research where you think people are going to come from. <laughs> Google Analytics is going to show you where people actually come from. Is it going to match up? Yeah, it'll be about 50-50, I imagine, um, because you're not you're not dense. I know that, but you'll be surprised at one of some of the keyword phrases that come up. Um, and in that, if you determine that AdWords is going to be a space for you to um, grow traffic to your business, like if your organic rank in Google isn't all that great, say you're on page four or five and you're trying to sell empanadas, well, that's not going to get you very far. So aside from advertising, you know, a little bump with the AdWords might not be a bad idea. Um, you, it, it'll fit many budgets. It doesn't have to be a, a huge deal, um, but it is an investment and it's important to keep track of it. But um, you can take the keywords that you're learning from analytics that are working well for you and push that into your AdWords, not only your keywords, but you want to optimize your ads against your keywords so that more people can find you. And once more people find you and start clicking through your paid ads, not only does your organic ranking improve, because <laughs> it just does, um, you will start to see some serious changes in your ranking and your page quality, and you'll learn more and more and more about optimization. Um, and it'll certainly help grow your space, your real estate. People start clicking through those paid ads, and Google recognizes that, and that's what we call real estate. It's like, it's almost like a house's footprint, you know. You might start with this super tiny efficient thing, and... <laughs> <laughs> you grow and grow and grow. Um, and that's a good thing. You want more real estate with Google. That's why it's important if you start with one URL to hang on to that URL, even if you decide you would rather use a different URL. Because as long as you've had it, like if you've had it for a year, if you've had it for five years, all of the people that have clicked through that URL, meaning your web address, that action has created real estate. It makes your URL valuable. So if you decide to start using a secondary URL, hold on to the first one and also point it to your website so you don't lose the traction that you have already. Okay? All right. Again, I know it's lots and lots and lots of information and take a deep breath because we're going to come back and talk about how Website analysis through Google Analytics can also help your business.
All right, quick break. Um, you are listening to Unstoppable on Inspired Choices, and we'll be right back. We all wish we had a few extra hours and a few less things to do in our hurried days. By tuning into Unstoppable, hosted by Life Purpose Coach and Marketing Maven, Lindy Chafin Start, you'll hear success stories of how other entrepreneurs have uncovered their passions and learned to live a balanced, purposeful life. You'll receive tips and tools to market and grow your business, wrangle the chaos, and design the life you've dreamt of. Learn how to be unstoppable by tuning in to InspiredChoicesNetwork.com every Wednesday at 1 p.m. Eastern, 12 p.m. Central Time, 11 a.m. Mountain Time, and 10 a.m. Pacific Time. This is Unstoppable with Life Purpose Coach and Marketing Maven, Lindy Chafin Start. If you have a question about marketing your small business or finding balance as an entrepreneur, or you're just trying to get up the courage to do your own thing, let Lindy know. You can call in the U.S. 815-880-8255, Canada 613-800-8736, or Skype us at Inspire Choices Network. Now, back to Unstoppable. And welcome back. You are listening to Unstoppable on Inspired Choices Network, and we are talking all about Google Analytics today and what makes this tool so valuable for your business. Um, small, medium, large, <laughs> uh, all of these principles apply. So uh, the next thing we're going to talk about is website analysis. And this is kind of, you know, we talked about audience information, we've talked about traffic flow, and how those things can help you see what's going on on the backside and where people are coming from and how you can optimize things. But analysis of your website is another big thing. Now, just so you know, you can drill down really deep with website analysis. So we'll talk a little bit more about that. But um, tracking how well your site is engaging viewers and where you might need to improve is a huge piece of this, okay? Um, imagine your website, <clears throat> and I'm just going to kind of imagine through mine for a minute. Um, you have your homepage with all sorts of relevant, it's like, we'll just call it the long-form sales letter. It's where you engage that initial engagement um, of your overall brand, right? And then you've got your services. And that breaks down, or your products, it breaks down page by page each individual product or service, okay? And then you've got your blog. Cool. That is where you talk about anything and everything that's on your mind, been on your mind, um, with whatever product or service you're offering. Let's not venture too far into... Uh, unknown territory when it comes to a blog and your website, I can tell you it will derail <laughs> what you're trying to accomplish with a search engine if you have a marketing and advertising firm and you are blogging about your favorite pizza. The two do not complement one another. <laughs> so heads up on that. 
Um, you, of course, have your Fun About Us page. You have uh, video. You have imagery. All of this fun and wonderful stuff. So what can Google Analytics tell you? Well, first things first, it can tell you about user actions. So Google Analytics actually allows you to see information about what the user does on your site including how long they stay on the site, what pages they view, what content they consume, and how many viewers convert to buyers. Now, the majority of this is automatic. However, if you want to know how many viewers actually convert to a specific goal, I'm not going to just limit that to buyers because you want people to sign up for your newsletter and calls to actions outside calls to action outside of your site might refer them to signing up for a newsletter, right? Other calls to action outside of your site might send them directly to a product or a service. So what you want to do, and again, not for the faint of heart, but don't let that scare you. You want to go into analytics and set up conversion goals. Um, this is one of those super fun and simple things that you can do. But um, for all intents and purposes, I'm looking at uh, Optin Monster and a goal that they wrote about how to track your conversion step by step. Um, and creating, they give you a great, easy, screenshotted tutorial on how to create a new goal. It's super easy. So if you find this, optinmonster.com and uh, Google Analytics, how to track your conversion step by step. Good job, Optin Monster. It will walk you through down towards the middle of the page how to create a new goal. Um, it's go into the admin tab account, property, view, you know, all of this fun stuff. Kind of walks you through. Um, just to get you started. It's not difficult, just a step-by-step -step thing. You create these conversion goals, and that way you can see not only if someone comes to your site from, say, a Facebook ad um, and goes or goes from a Facebook post into a blog post, like who's reading it, how long did they stay on that blog post page? This is something else you'll see from user actions. How long did they stay? Were they actually on there long enough to read it? Did it did it entice them? Did it keep them engaged? What do you need to do to make the next one great, right? Um, did they go from there? Did you give them the opportunity to? Did you invite them, encourage them to go to another page on your site? Say on my new products set pages for IP targeting, I will have both a blog post that I've written on IP targeting and also a podcast that I did on IP targeting. And I will give customers viewing that page the opportunity to reach out and send me an email if they have questions about IP targeting or sign up for an IP targeting, more IP targeting information, and I'll be able to serve that to them, okay? So just conversion goals are a big piece of that. So make sure you don't forget it. <laughs> Otherwise, you won't see who's converting based on actions. Um, 
Your page analysis is fabulous. Uh, your website has multiple pages, as it should. Um, Google Analytics can show you a breakdown of page success by measuring, again, length of user time on each page, most popular pages, pages that lead to bouncing, and how effective your actual landing page, your home page is. Um, these are all important tools when deciding which pages to keep and which need to be re-evaluated. Great fun, right? <laughs> so, in short, uh, Google Analytics is this great and invaluable tool, Mother Google, once again, for the win uh, for small businesses. So you can make goals, track success, and improve your website to reach more of your targeted audience. It's a great way to help your small business flourish, right? Are you guys excited? Are you ready to go check out Google Analytics now? If you haven't already, are you ready to set up some of those fun conversion goals if you haven't already? Okay, next week we're going to talk about Facebook advertising and how to spend your hard-earned money wisely. All right. <laughs> Christine says, uh, I'm ready for someone else to do it. Good. Give me a call, Christine. I'm here. <laughs> oh, This is a fun, it's a fun chat, right? It's uh, it's a lot of information in a very short amount of time, and uh, I understand that. I realize that. So if you're still with me, and if you do want to talk through analytics or anything else that I can help you with in your small business growth or your business growth, I have to stop saying small. In your business growth, then give me a shout. It has been... Uh, a fabulous afternoon hour with you guys. Thank you for listening, for being here, and I'll look forward to chatting with you next week about Facebook advertising and how to spend your hard-earned money wisely. My goodness. Until then, you guys be unstoppable. Thank you for being Inspired Choices Network's most valuable asset and for tuning in to Unstoppable. Host Lindy Chafin-Start will return next Wednesday at 1 p.m. Eastern, 12 p.m. Central Time, 11 a.m. Mountain Time, and 10 a.m. Pacific Time with more valuable tips to support you and your small business. Until then, be unstoppable.